Welcome to the Love and Light Live podcast, empowering crystal lovers and spiritual entrepreneurs to learn and experience the art of crystal healing. Get ready to listen in and join our crystal movement. Hello, and thank you so much for joining me for the Love and Light Live podcast brought to you by loveandlightschool.com. I'm your host, Ashley Levy, and this podcast is the number one place for all things crystals, where crystal lovers and spiritual entrepreneurs can learn and experience the art of crystal healing. In today's show, we're going to explore ruby crystals, the red variety of corundum. So why don't we go ahead and dive in together? I love ruby crystals. I've always been attracted to them. Um, I think it's just that they're not like a pure, pure red most of the time when we get our like regular low to mid-grade rubies that we use for crystal healing. They're that sort of magenta, pinkish red, and I just love this color. And I think that's because it very much reminds me of India and just the culture and energy of the Vedas and of Hinduism and um, some of the amazing deities and the beautiful statues that you see kind of decked out with crystals. And one of my favorite ruby crystals that I have is really small. It's maybe about an inch tall and it's carved into the most beautiful Ganesh. And Ganesh is the Hindu deity that's associated with removing obstacles on your path. And I tend to think of ruby a little bit in that way as well, but it comes from this really interesting place. It's about being so motivated and so driven and so passionate that you kind of plow through anything that gets in your way, but in a good way, not in a bad way, in a good way. Um, So I have this great crystal message that I think of when I think about the way that I work with Ruby, and it's this. Get in touch with your creative fire, your passion, your purpose. Allow me to motivate you to make the necessary changes in your life to better align you with your path and your soul's calling. And that's what Ruby's all about. It's all about getting in touch with your soul path. Getting in that place where you're starting to do what you were put on this earth to do, doing what you were meant to do in life. And I love Ruby for this. So like I mentioned, it increases vitality, which is kind of like your physical energy. And it does this because it stimulates and activates your root chakra, the muladhara chakra. And so when your vitality increases, your motivation will naturally increase along with it because when you have more energy, you feel more motivated. You feel like you can tackle things. And this is because Ruby helps promote the rising of the Kundalini, but only in a way that's for the highest good of your being. If that just means that that Kundalini energy is kind of stirring at the root chakra and keeping you motivated and on track for things that have to do with the physical realm, like your career and prosperity and abundance and sexual energy, then that's okay. Or if it rises up into that sacral chakra and it's encouraging some creative expression and emotional balance and things like that, then that's okay. But it only encourages this rising of the kundalini energy in a way that is for the highest good of your being. Now, along with that, Ruby is known to stimulate tantric energy. So this is 
sexual energy, but it's also the energy of balance and co-creation with the universe. So this really encourages you to explore new thoughts and new ideas and put your energy and your thoughts and your mind power, that mindfulness, that conscious intention into what you want your life to be and it helps you really create that. Now Ruby also enhances feelings of passion and this is both in your life for things like your hobbies and things that you are passionate about but also we're talking about romantic passion here so passion in your relationships and if you're familiar with me and with the school, you've probably been reading some of my blog posts and I have a great one all about using Ruby for passion in your romantic relationships. So kind of spicing things up a little bit, turning up the heat in your romantic life and Ruby is excellent for that. It also aids in opening the heart chakra. So this is helpful for people who have gone through some sort of traumatic emotional experience and may have shut down this part of themselves and need help opening back up uh, emotionally and when it comes to love and relationships, but it also opens you to your partner so that you can experience that passion in a deeper way. Now the other cool thing about the way that Ruby opens the heart chakra is it also creates feelings of divine love. So this just isn't earthly love that we feel for our partner in our relationship. This is also divine love. This is love that we feel when we truly feel connected to other beings in the universe, when we feel connected to each other, when we feel connected to plants and animals and just universal cosmic energy. And that's one of the things that I love most about ruby crystals. Now ruby, like I mentioned, comes in a variety of colors. You'll see it in red or burgundy or that magenta pink. Normally only a true red corundum can be called a ruby and anything that's more in the pink range we call a pink sapphire but i think in the new age community we're a little bit more lax about that um, and as long as it's a fairly deep color you're pretty safe calling it a ruby now not only is ruby associated with that heart chakra and opening of the heart chakra but it's very strongly connected with the root chakra that muladhara chakra so using a ruby on either of these two areas is a great way to get the benefits of those properties that I just mentioned. Now, if you're an Aries or a Leo, you're going to love the energy of Ruby because it's going to enhance the positive aspects of your sign and also help balance out some of those negatives. So many of the fire signs, for example, I'm a Sagittarius, I'm a fire sign, we can have a little bit of a quick temper and things like that. Ruby for Aries and Leo in particular will really help to draw out more of those positive qualities and balance some of those negative qualities. And it is strongly associated with the element of fire. So it's about transformation, transmutation, uh, energizing you. And the companion flower for Ruby is the rose. And this is deep red, vibrant roses. They're very strongly connected with Ruby because as those flower petals unfurl, they're also tied in with that Muladhara energy as well as the heart chakra energy. So rose and Ruby make great companions. And if you're looking for an essential oil that connects you to your Ruby crystal or that you want to use to enhance the energy of your Ruby crystal, think of ginger. 
right? Ginger is so strong and vibrant and so motivating and invigorating, and so it really makes a great companion for ruby crystals. Now, on the other hand, if you would prefer to work with a companion stone, so bringing two crystals together, I love working with ruby and blue sapphire in combination because they're both corundum, so they're both manifestations of the same energy from Mother Earth, but they have these kind of opposing qualities because of the color vibration and the energy that's created by color. So using your ruby along with blue sapphire is just an excellent stone combination. You can find rubies really commonly from Thailand, Cambodia, Burma, India. My favorite rubies are the Indian rubies, especially the really beautiful ones that come in the rough state and have little raised record keepers on them. Now, if you don't know about record keepers, record keepers are like these little triangles and there are raised record keepers and there are sunken record keepers. Um, raised record keepers are much more common than the sunken ones and this is what you often find on ruby crystals and it's thought that these record keepers actually store ancient wisdom or knowledge that we can tap into during meditation and things like that and I adore record keeper ruby crystals because they make me feel so strongly connected to the ancient energy and wisdom that comes from the Indian subcontinent. And there's so much culture and history that comes along with that that you can tap into through meditating with one of these rec record keeper rubies. So if you've never had the pleasure of using one of those crystals, I would definitely suggest that you check it out. Now, I wanted to kind of mention something about rubies that's fairly interesting. So if you look at a lot of historical sources about ruby crystals, you'll see lots of things that are called rubies, um, but really ruby used to just be used uh, to represent any red stone. So when you read a lot of historical sources about rubies, they may have been discussing ruby or they could have been talking about spinel. Red spinel was commonly con confused or misidentified um, for ruby. So you really have to kind of read those more historical sources with a little bit of a grain of salt and understand that they might not have always been discussing ruby. Um, but ruby, especially in historical sources, is really thought to be related to um, blood and the circulation and the physical body. So lots of things that are connected, again, to that root chakra, that muladhara chakra. So that is just a little bit about these really powerful ruby crystals. I absolutely adore these. I hope that if you've never worked with one of those record keeper rubies, you're gonna go out, try and find yourself one. I, I just think it's a really cool experience sit with it a little bit, meditate with that crystal, write about it in your crystal journal, and see what kind of energy or experience you get from that crystal. Um, and a great way to do this is to just hold that crystal in your hands, make sure that you're grounded and centered, and close your eyes and just focus on your breathing. One of my favorite little meditations to do is I just visualize that crystal that I'm holding in my hands and I see it in my mind's eye and I picture that crystal growing larger and larger until it's big enough that it's almost like a crystal cave or a crystal palace 
and I walk into that crystal, you know, maybe there's a door, maybe you just kind of pass right through the walls of the crystal into the interior, but I end up on the inside of that crystal and I just sit with the energy and I feel that energy kind of surround my whole body and it's just interesting to see what comes, you know, don't have any expectation or judgment, just kind of see what happens. You know, you might hear something or you might notice a particular area of your body that's really drawing your attention or you may encounter some spirit guides, you may um, see something like a symbol or experience a particular frequency or vibration of energy. And, you know, don't feel pressured to kind of label it or understand it. Just be open to the experience because when you come back to conscious awareness and you're in present moment consciousness, then you can take a break, make a couple notes about what you experienced and come back to it the next day. And sometimes you're able to interpret what that might mean for you in your life right now, how that crystal might help you. Um, and that's one of the things I love about ruby crystals. So with that, I hope that you found a lot of value in today's episode. If you want more information about anything that we discussed in this show, you can learn more over on the website at loveandlightschool.com slash blog. And if you did enjoy the show today, the biggest compliment that you can give us is to leave a quick rating and review over at loveandlightschool.com slash iTunes. And you can also subscribe through that link as well so that you never miss a future episode of the podcast. So that brings us to the end of this episode of the Love and Light Live podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Levy. I'll be back with you in our next episode. And until then, crystal blessings. The Love and Light Live podcast is a production of the Love and Light School of Crystal Therapy. Visit us online at loveandlightschool.com.